Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Poland, beaming out to you, as always, from Little Castaways Beach in Queensland, Australia, joined today by Nick Loper. Nick, g'day, sir. Very warm welcome. Where are you hanging out? G'day. Good morning. Good afternoon in sunny Livermore, California, but good morning to you. And you're having a pretty hot summer over there. Yeah, we're uh, 100 today, which is wow. like 33 or so. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's starting to cook. Folks, for those of you who don't know Nick, he helps people earn money outside of their day job. What a good idea. He's an author, online entrepreneur, and host of the award-winning Side Hustle Show podcast. And he's even, for this podcast appearance, wearing a T-shirt that says podcast. If you can't see the video, if you're listening to this while you're running, this man is in the moment. <laughs> Nick, our uh, title today, and thanks so much for rocking up. I appreciate you sharing your wisdom with folks. How to find a side hustle that pays. And Nick's going to tell you how to do that in just seven minutes. Nick, our time starts now. Question number one, sir, who is your ideal client? Ideal client for me is rather an ideal listener or reader of the podcast or blog. Somebody who is reasonably tech savvy, who has some extra time, nights, weekends, evenings, mornings. Uh, we've seen people do it on their lunch breaks. Wow. But wants to make extra money, wants to figure out how to start something to exercise their creativity that maybe is something that eventually eclipses the day job income but they've got a little bit of free time and are wondering some productive ways to uh, to make some extra money with that time oh i've got tingles that sounds sounds like a great plan great strategy six and a half minutes left what's the problem you solve how do you define that that's question two yeah problem you know on the on the reactive side is somebody who needs to make money right i can't i gotta make rent next month i'm okay. you know I'm struggling right on the proactive side, which is a little more kind of where I was approaching it from was like, I was never the person who necessarily hated the corporate job, hated my day job, but I still wanted to use my free time more effectively and had no desire to climb the corporate ladder. So I was looking for a way out and it was an online business in my case that let me do that. So that's kind of the, the problem that we solve. Like I need or want to make extra money. Right. For whatever reason, that's, that's your motivation. Thank you, sir. The question three, five and a half minutes left. Some of the typical symptoms, if someone is listening to this and they're thinking, yeah, I, I need to find out more about what Nick's doing. What's going on in their life or their business that they think, yeah, I, I need to get into the side hustle thing? I mean, the way that, you know, the stereotypical way that, you know, it hits somebody is, you know, they're 10, 15 years deep into their career, maybe even earlier than that, and say like, I did what I was supposed to do. I went to school. I got a good job. I maybe have a house, a relationship. I have kids maybe. Is this it? Is this all that there is? You know? And, right. Is this as and so good as it gets? a lot gets? of people, is this as good as it gets? And the answer, it doesn't have to be. The answer could be like, oh, there's an alternative path here. And I think the there's a lower risk brand of entrepreneurship versus I think it's the Reed Hoffman quote from LinkedIn. Oh, an entrepreneur is somebody who jumps off the cliff and figures out how to build the airplane on the way down. That sounds terrifying uh, to me. So there's a lower risk way, and that's to you know start something small, start something on the side. And that's kind of, if you find yourself in that symptom of, well, is, is this as good as it gets? Is this all there is? Right. Uh, not necessarily. There, yes. there may be an alternative path there. Wonderful. Thank you. Four minutes left, sir. What are some of the common mistakes that people make that you, you know, clients have come in, they've done well working with you, but they said, you know, Nick, before I met you, I tried this and it really was a bad mistake. What are a couple of those that, that people might look to avoid? Oh my gosh. One of the 
most common ones is this, you know, parallelization of analysis and analysis paralysis, like try uh, to yeah. find that perfect business idea mm. because, you know, something that's never been done before where I think that's kind of a risky place to play where instead if you could find something that has been done before and maybe put your own unique spin on it, do it slightly differently, target a slightly different market. I think that's a little bit safer place to play because there's some proven demand there. Right. So that's one thing that, that really gets people uh, caught up. It's like trying to find the perfect business idea. The other thing that caught gets people trapped up is just, I, I don't know, I don't know what to start. They think like, I got to figure out, you know, how to climb the whole mountain where it's like, just, you got to <sighs> figure out the first couple steps. You got to right. get off the side hustle sidelines and into the game because opportunities become visible once you're already in motion. And so it's, hard. it's like, and I'm totally that person who wants to plan everything out. I totally get it. Right. But sometimes you kind of just got to take that first step and realize, okay, well, choosing what's next doesn't mean choosing what's forever. Well, that brings us nicely to question five and three minutes left. The valuable free action, if you like, the one step that someone could take to start, it's not going to solve the whole thing, but it might take them a step in the right direction. If you've got a, like a top tip, someone could, an action item, yeah, so business ideas are often found on the other end of pains or problems, right? You could sell pain pills yeah. or you could sell vitamins. A lot easier to sell pain pills, solve somebody's problem. I call this the what sucks method. And so you have to kind of put on your pessimist hat for, <laughs> you know, a, a few days or a week of doing this. And so I just have a notes app on my phone and I'm going to note down everything that sucks over the course of the day, over the course of that Very week. Very clever. And like we're, we're moving house this month. And so what's, there's a lot of things that suck. I got to clear out all this other stuff I don't want. I got to find a mover. I got to find a truck. I got to find boxes, right. lots of potential business ideas and, and lots of businesses that already exist to kind of solve that pain. But keeping Very track clever. of the what sucks in your life okay. often leads to a business ideas on the other end. Nice. Thank you, sir. Question six, just under two minutes left, a valuable free resource we could direct people to landing page or website. Somewhere can go to go. I need to find out more about this. So one place that is uh, a good place to check out would be sidehustlenation.com slash ideas. This is um, just to get your creative juices flowing. This is my constantly updated laundry list of different part-time money-making ideas. My hope is there's like a hundred and something items on this page. My hope is by the time you get down to the bottom, you've got eight or 10 different browser tabs open. Like, oh, that sounds interesting. I want to learn more about this. That's kind of what it is meant to, meant to be just kind of a... Um, a smorgasbord, a sampler platter of what might be out there. Sidehustlenation.com forward slash ideas. Thanks, Nick. Last question, question number seven. We've got a whopping 63 seconds left. What's the one question I should have asked you but didn't? This is kind of a tough one. One, you could ask um, what's the uh, favorite book that I've read recently, and that would be called undaunted courage and i forget the author but this is the story of the lewis and clark adventure which is oh. exploring the american west um, wow if your audience is familiar this was a like let's go backpacking but this was like let's go backpacking for like two-ish years two and a half years we don't know how long it's going to take we're going to go to the pacific ocean and back and it, it was just a miracle it made me really grateful for the conveniences of modern life. To imagine trying to make this trek in uh, the early 1800s. And the, the name of it was, did you say, Undaunted Adventure? Undaunted Courage. Undaunted Courage. Thank you. Go get it. Hey, Nick, 10 seconds left. Just enough time to thank hey. you very much for your wisdom and your insight. Well, we did pretty good. We did great. Thank you. 
Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.